Are you an entrepreneur or looking to become one? Looking to stay motivated, find happiness and true success? You're in the right place. Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome to episode 29 of the Empower Humans podcast. I'm excited for this episode. We're almost 30, by the way, and I'm also excited because we're talking about elevating our mindset to that of a champion or a winner, someone who excels and succeeds at what they do with the right amount of clarity, focus, understanding of how the process of greatness unfolds. We'll be talking about some of Kobe Bryant's experiences as well as those of Michael Jordan based in part on a book I've been listening to about him, Michael Jordan that is, And we'll also get in depth as to the connections and etymology or the roots of words and deep meanings of some important words that are real decisive to all of this in in my humble opinion. But before we get into all that, I want to remind you something I hope you already know by now, and it's worth repeating not only in this podcast, but every day in the mirror, and that is that you are priceless. Look in the mirror and tell yourself that. If you wonder about your value or potential or place in this world, don't. We are one and you are a priceless piece of this universe that we all share, this vast universe. And your value exceeds all the nonsense and troubles and pains, difficulties, all the stuff that any of us has faced in this world or will face or is currently facing. You are absolutely, without a doubt, priceless. And also I need you to know that as part of that fact of being priceless, you are never alone. To think otherwise is really a deception of the highest order. And I'm sorry for whatever you may be going through or maybe have gone through in the past. Everything, including especially those difficulties that we face in this life, really are a part of our education here. But please know there are resources and many of us available, a shoulder to lean on, so to speak. And I promise that you are never alone. And like I said, you are priceless. Now, getting into this topic, this episode is called A Champion's Mind, and we're talking about uh, some different things, some different people, and different concepts and angles on this, and I want to talk first about Kobe Bryant. He recently did an interview with Lewis Howes and talked a lot about his time in the NBA and his work and motivations before, during, and after his tenure there in the NBA, and one of the first things he said is that his parents were his greatest teachers. His dad would tell him things like, You can do whatever you want, but you have to put in the work. The work. Okay, so they teach him these great concepts and principles with a spirit of love and support, but also a spirit of work. You got to work for things, not just you can just magically have things. This isn't Disneyland. That's a fun, beautiful place. But in the real world, outside the walls of Disneyland, we got to work for some things, including to get the tickets to go into Disneyland. And Kobe describes playing basketball. This is fascinating to me, by the way. He was playing in a summer league when he was about 10 or 11 years old. And during that summer, how many points do you think he scored at the age of 10 or 11? Kobe Bryant. Again, this is Kobe Bryant we're talking about, right? So what do you think? 100 points? 500 points? 10,000 points? No. All of those answers would be wrong. You're thinking, oh, 100,000 points. No, the correct answer is zero. He scored zero points that summer. This is Kobe Bryant we're talking about, not one point. Kobe Bryant, who we now know actually is one of the all-time greats, leading scorers in the NBA, didn't score one point. Did I drive that point home yet? Not the one point he didn't score, but the point that he scored zero points (laughs) in a summer league at the age of 10 or 11. Now, his dad told him in that situation, whether you scored zero or 60, I'm going to love you no matter what. Again, this is a spirit of love and support, and I hope those of us who are parents might learn something from Kobe Bryant's dad here and others. 
And, you know, that was the confidence he needed, though. His dad said, I'm going to love you no matter what. And he created kind of a secure environment to flourish and to develop these inner drives and talents that he already had. Those are some of the most important things you can say to your children or to children in your life. If you don't have children, maybe you're a teacher or maybe you're an aunt or uncle or some other way. There's children in our world and we got to take care of and respect and love these kids and encourage them. And in that situation, that's when Kobe Bryant he scored zero points. His dad supported him. And as he said, the long-term view came into focus at that young, tender age of 10 or 11 years old. He knew he wasn't going to catch up with these other kids in a week or even a year. Now, I want to pause for a second to point out something here. Kobe figured this out at a young age. We're talking about 10 or 11. And thankfully for his basketball career, because it's a principle that Tony Robbins put this way, quote, people overestimate what they can accomplish in a year and underestimate what they can achieve in a decade, end quote. So the necessity that creates in us as humans is that we need to develop a plan and execute with patience. It takes time. Kobe went on to say he started to break things down. What do I want to work on first? Okay, shooting. He started working on different shots for six months and became obsessed. And he wasn't just working for 10 minutes a day. He was working for hours. This is the kind of work ethic we're talking about. And again, he became obsessed. Remember our podcast episode 10? If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it along with all the others because all this stuff ties together. But in that particular episode 10, we talked about your obsession becomes your possession. Good or bad, your obsession becomes your possession. Whether you're obsessed with your problems or this or that, your job, all these things kind of mold themselves into become your possession. So we got to be careful what we obsess with and become focused on. And it's not something that being obsessed in and of itself is, is necessarily wrong, but we got to focus that energy. And it's important to actually to become obsessed if we want to be a champion. And I remember this particular podcast episode is about a champion's mind. That's the title here. Who do you know who achieved some great status in their chosen field, be it Kobe or Beyonce or Tony Robbins or or pitcher Nolan Ryan, or any of the other dozens of people who have accomplished great things. Who among those greats did that without becoming obsessed? And I'm about to get into some deep root meanings of some words or etymology, as we said earlier. And I want you to listen for a second as you kind of watch this unfold, as we dig deep as to what these words really mean. Did you know that the word obsession comes from Latin roots, which literally mean an act of besieging? The word besiege means surround a place with armed forces in order to capture it or force its surrender, lay siege to. The, the word siege itself, which is obviously in the word besiege, uh, also refers to a military action that includes cutting off supplies to the enemy. So who is your enemy? And more importantly, what is your enemy? Laziness, selfishness, self-doubt, procrastination, anger. Many of these enemies and more exist within us in various capacities. And this all ties in with the word decision, which literally means also by its roots, to cut off. The word decision means to cut off. So what do we need to cut off? What do you need to cut off in order to become properly obsessed, to besiege your goals, objectives, talents, destiny in this life? What do we need to cut off with decisions, you know, like these champions have shown us? Again, you want to be a champion or at least something successful, maybe even great in your chosen field? Focus and be obsessed. What enemies do you need to cut off or suffocate in terms of feeding them? Stop feeding your enemies. Stop feeding laziness, selfishness, self-doubt, procrastination, anger. Lastly, with this etymology lesson, again, etymology is the roots of words. Did you know that the word enthusiasm comes from roots which literally mean God within? 
Now, whatever your beliefs on spiritual matters, that's not what's coming to the forefront here. There is much that is very instructive here regardless. The principle of God, regardless of all those beliefs, is one we all grasp, I think. The word for God in Hebrew is Elohim, a plural word meaning multiple gods. And in English, God refers to one to whom sacrifices are made. Now, don't get worn out here, especially if you have no religious or spiritual inclinations. But we're talking about this in terms of these are literally what the roots of these words mean. So don't blame me. I'm just here to impart. But I think it's very fascinating for for me personally, at least, as we dig in here. So again, we talk about in English, this word refers to one to whom sacrifices are made. It also refers to invoking or, or calling earnestly for something. And lastly, back to that Hebrew word for God. And again, this is all instructive. Regardless of your beliefs, the Hebrew word for God, Elohim, which is plural, also means man of holiness. And holy is kind of one of those words that kind of wears some people out. Oh no, here it comes, Mr. Religion. This is nothing about religion. The word holy is rooted in words that literally mean making something complete or whole. You hear that? The word whole, holy, making something whole. So complete or whole. And think about all this as you contemplate yourself and your own priceless worth that we're talking about here and greatness and some of these examples of greatness and champions as we talk in this particular podcast. As you think and contemplate about all that, you will receive individual inspiration from the powers of this universe. And remember, we aren't in the universe. We are the universe. We are one. And regardless of your beliefs or lack of beliefs, the concepts apply to greatness and becoming a champion. These are concepts. Okay, and these roots of words are fascinating, very instructive as we tie all these things together. Remember that the word God can be partially broken down to mean someone to whom sacrifices are made. We mentioned that once or twice. Outside of a religious context, sacrifices have to be made in pursuit of greatness. Remember the word holy refers to you being complete or whole. And even the word sacrifice by its particular roots actually means to make holy or complete or whole. So making sacrifices in pursuit of things along the way, along a certain path, will make us whole. That's what we learn. That's the instructive nature of the roots of these particular words. So think of that when you think of greatness, becoming your best self, becoming a champion, if you will, becoming whatever that is in your particular field of interest and talent. So if you become obsessed or enthusiastic, you are cutting off, remember the word decision, cut off, unnecessary nonsense, and you're awakening God within, as the word enthusiasm means, to lay siege as you become obsessed on those things that you seek in a tactful manner with a solid work ethic, okay? And I hope this all ties together. You can rewind a little bit and re-listen to that to kind of grasp it if, if it doesn't make clear sense yet. But I find it fascinating and very instructive as I look in. I look at words all the time to find out what they mean, and it opens kind of a, a door of understanding and clarity as to some real depth of, of what these things really are and, and what it can mean for us. And I know this is all kind of very deep, but much of this is the premise of greatness or becoming a champion. I remind you again that the word joy, we've said this multiple times, something that we all seek, the word for joy in Hebrew refers to an alignment or return to something. Align with these principles in whatever way feels correct. We're feeling creatures here. That's why Dale Carnegie said, quote, when dealing with people, let us remember we are not dealing with creatures of logic. We are dealing with creatures of emotion, end quote. Emotion or feeling, that's what kind of creatures that we are. That's the kind of thing that actually motivates us more than anything. Feel your meaning and purpose. I believe in you. Now it's your turn. And we're talking again more about Kobe here, just as one example from the NBA. 
He's just a guy, but he's done some great things when it comes to basketball in particular. Kobe goes on to talk about how he worked hard consistently for two years on fundamentals, and while these other guys relied on their athleticism, etc., whatever that might have been, he had a ton of work now in crafting his game on the fundamentals. And he went in just a couple years later from, from scoring zero. Kobe scored zero to becoming best in the state by work, work, work. That's what he did. Work, work, and develop these talents, develop these skills. What does that remind you of? No matter where you are right now in your life, there is hope for you. Again, this isn't just telling a story about some guy. Kobe Bryant's a cool guy, done some great things, but this is about how does this apply to you. So there's hope for you. That's the whole point. If you've scored zero points, so to speak, in whatever it is that you're wanting to pursue or have tried to pursue and maybe failed at some things along the way, there is hope for you too. No matter where you've been, there's hope for you. You're priceless. You were born with the seeds of a champion. Remember we said before that abundance is your birthright. And while talking about the roots of words and their, their deeper meaning, champion refers to a fighter or a combatant. This is what some of the roots of that word uh, originate with. That's what it means, a fighter or a combatant. You have to see your value in order to fight for it. It's not all a fight, but much of it is an uphill climb of hard work in this world, okay? That's why Kobe's dad said, you can do, be whatever you want to be, but you're going to have to work, okay? Now, I just heard Tony Robbins today, in fact, say that he's always asked what it takes to succeed, and the singular answer is hunger. Going through all that with its meaning of these words and applying all that individually with hunger, you can be unstoppable. Just like Kobe, that was kind of the key fuel to the whole thing underneath it all is hunger. Just like he didn't score at all during that summer league when he was 10 or 11, he could have given up. But he made a choice, a decision to cut off the nonsense, become obsessed or lay siege to his destiny. He found enthusiasm, meaning God within, and overcame obstacles through determination executed in in hard work he became a champion now i've been listening to this book about michael jordan's life and i find it fascinating that like little mike jordan as they called him when he was a kid in those days he struggled with things like the rest of us he wasn't growing tall fast enough in his mind he was also cut from his varsity basketball team you may have heard this story in high school and was forced to play on the jv team michael jordan of all people an interesting side note of that and i hadn't thought of it this way in the past but that situation of being cut from his high school basketball team, the varsity team, did two things in particular, among those for young Mike Jordan at the time. And if he hadn't been cut, probably he wouldn't have been the starting player anyway on the varsity team because he was a freshman, I believe, at the time. So going to the JV team gave him a chance to continue to develop, to work, practice, and actually play in the games, to be involved, maybe even be a starting player, to hone his craft, develop his, his skills. Have you ever had a door close in your life like he was cut from his team? He still became Michael Jordan, as, as you may know. That Maybe this door you thought would open or wanted to remain open or would open for you somehow was closed at a particular moment and didn't open for you. Of course you have. We all have. We've had these situations in our lives just like he did when he was in high school. These situations create different sorts of opportunities for us that we don't always see because of our short-sighted nature. It's important to look at life happening for us, not just to us. It's happening for us. This became an important opportunity for developing Michael Jordan as he was this young teenager. So when you think of him getting cut from his high school basketball team in the future, remember what it did. And don't think I forgot to tell you the second thing this, that this did for him. 
being cut from his high school basketball team instilled a desire to never go through that situation again. It increased his drive and his work ethic. Some people would just give up in the situation or the situation Kobe Bryant faced at age 10 or 11. Oh, I didn't score any points. I must be no good. Imagine if Kobe Bryant did that. We would, we would know of Kobe Bryant as an NBA player. Maybe he'd be a great doctor or some other thing, but he probably wouldn't have become an NBA player if he hadn't made some decisions in the wake of that situation. These guys faced some situations that a lot of people would give up. And it amazes me how quickly and easily people give up. These guys just shifted gears. You and I can keep shifting gears, also in a good way, to become our best, just like they strive to do, and they arguably did some great things and became what some might say is their best. I would point out also real quick that Michael Jordan is also known for having talked a lot of trash, so to speak, kind of egging people on and saying kind of ugly things on the court. And one of the reasons for that was that it challenged him and gave him something to live up to. So think about that in terms of your own life. What are the words that you're saying and thinking to yourself? Do you have any sort of affirmations yet? We've talked about that a few times. Do you have any sort of goals and things that you're focused on to tell yourself? These words are real important. I know that talking trash in a basketball game is a little bit different, but I think there's something instructive there as well because it gave him something to live up to, just like having some sort of affirmation or goal for yourself will give you or me something to live up to. So why not choose to focus on these these good things with confidence? Now remember that the roots of the word champion refer to a fighter or combatant. I think of that in another context this week that is much grander as we just had yet another anniversary of 9-11. So many heroic people did so many things. Hundreds of first responders went to the aid of people they didn't even know to try to help and save them only to lose their own lives in the process. These are beyond champions. These are bona fide heroes in every sense of the word. And I think also especially the passengers and crew on Flight 93 in particular who fought back and ultimately lost their lives as well. In the process, they prevented that plane from hitting its target and taking even more lives potentially in the process. And I think also of the military personnel who have fought throughout the generations, some from my own family, maybe even from yours, especially in modern times, in the wake of these terrible events, they are champions of the highest caliber. They are heroes of the highest caliber. We can look to all of these people in different ways as examples and inspiration to find and harness our own voice and power to become great champions that we're capable of being ourselves. So let's tie this all together as we just apply all this to ourselves. I've been trying to do it as we go along through this podcast episode, but feel your meaning and purpose. I believe in you. Now it's your turn. Be your own champion. Overcome all these enemies we talk about. Laziness and procrastination and anger and whatever they all might be. Overcome and fight those and stop feeding those enemies and, you know, lay siege on the things that you want and desire and your particular talents and gifts and the things that you need to pursue. Remember the word desire actually means to give birth to. Think about that. Right? We talked about that in a previous episode. So go back and listen to the last few episodes to get more insight on that as well. But I believe in you and your ability to do all this. You can do this. And I'm grateful for you. I'm flattered that you joined me for this podcast. I'm lucky to have a great audience of, of priceless people. And I, I want to close with our usual challenges and also add a challenge to meditate Search your heart, mind, and soul to find your purpose and awaken your greatness to be a champion in your own right. Okay? So sit and contemplate that. 
turn it into something, take some action, set some goals, create some affirmations, stick them on the ceiling above your bed, do something to get your mind right, because this is about a champion's mind, and, and more importantly, the action items to move forward and actually bring this all to pass and, and tie it together in your own life. And also, I challenge you to study. Start studying if you haven't been. Keep studying if you have been. Learn something. Uh, stimulate your mind. Apply knowledge. Clear your thoughts by study and I've been studying all kinds of stuff throughout this year, everything from psychology and neuroscience to self-betterment and self-help works of many greats of our modern times and even of ancient times as well, as well as biographies, autobiographies to learn from all the instructive things of all this uh, to be our very best selves and impart some of that to you, I hope. So study, keep studying, start studying. Also make great moments. Love people in your life. Love is a verb not just a noun. So love is action. That's what a verb is, is taking action. So do things to love, surprise, uh, create moments in your world. And like I've said before, this will overshadow other maybe regrets that might exist in our world. We are going to have some regrets. Don't worry about that. Do great things, make great moments, and all of that will overshadow when you get to whatever place it is where you and I depart from, from this temporary sojourn that we have in this life. But you can do great things and you can make great moments. And the last challenge, as always, let's keep doing this podcast together. I love you. I appreciate you. And again, I'm flattered that you joined me. Until next time, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.